Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's Private Client Podcast. Andrew Nida here, Moise Param. And to all of you, we hope you are doing well. Hope it's been a great week. Ending it on a solid note. That is, it's sunny outside. Oh my gosh, yes. Fantastic. Getting a little closer to some weather. But although, I believe uh, I believe we got still one more cold front coming in. I keep thinking it's Blackberry winter like every other week. But we're just not getting there. Blackberry winter? Come on, Mom. I've never heard of that. Well, yeah, because you're not from the South. What's <laughs> uh, a Blackberry yeah, winter? Yeah, Blackberry winter is like, well, it's when blackberries bloom. But it is, in essence, the final winter movement or front before summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never heard of that. Yeah. And for any of you old geezers out there, <laughs> if I am wrong on that, you let me know. Okay. But the only reason I know all these things is because Mama lives with us okay. and she has the farmers. She is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. She's got the almanac constantly talking about how good of a summer it's going to be, how hot of a summer it's going to be, you name it. And, and believe it or not, the almanac is actually very accurate. Which is a little interesting. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about forecasting today. They got to figure it out. True. Yeah. Old Farmer's Almanac. Read it. It'll talk to you almost of the week. Give you some ideas on what month's going to be. What to, anyway, we should talk about things that are important. <laughs> so we hope you guys are uh, doing well. And once again, we do hope it's been a good week. It's been a great week here at Asset Management Group. Everybody is doing good. Anna celebrated her first year. First year. I need to put that on Facebook, social yeah. media. That's silly because not only is she my sister and a great, great, great employee and has developed so much over her first year with our firm. So we we greatly appreciate all of her yeah, efforts. Well, that came by fast. It does come yeah, by fast. When she told me, I was just like, wow, it's been a year already? Yeah, yeah. And we're also recently celebrating our year first in year in our in office here in Cartersville. And so once again, to all of you guys, if you have not, I know some of you are not in the state of Georgia um, and that's okay too. But if you are local to where we run operations, we have a historic home, beautiful, right here off the square, downtown Cartersville. I uh, would love for you guys to swing by, maybe even go get a bite to eat or coffee or lunch or dinner or something like that. So would love for you guys to come see, see the operations here. Um, okay. So hit, hit a few topics here on the business first because you guys we're gonna we're gonna hit you over the head with it a thousand times because it's an important year uh, in regards to the transition from td ameritrade to charles schwab we are in the grind once again as a firm we have made a decision to put all of our focus on you and, and as a result we have pushed back all marketing with the intent to ensure that service and the value add that we have in the relationship and the experience that you have only gets better and improves and to ensure that this transition is done in the most seamless way possible. One of the controllable items that we have here is, and we've talked about this, is the new trading platform that we have engaged with that's going to allow us to do a lot of things, but one of them is the process of consolidating accounts, okay? Uh, which is great. It's great for you guys from a cost perspective. It's great for us from a management standpoint. Uh, and of course, just for you, just to, you know, for every two statements, you only have to have one. Okay. And so we're getting ready to launch this mission literally in the next week or two um, in, in moving toward the consolidation of accounts. And so if you have two RAs, you will only have one. And so all we ask is stay tuned 
to our messages that we're sending out. This will require documentation, obviously, for us to let you know. You will have to sign a DocuSign request for us to consolidate and close the accounts that we do not need. And all we ask is that the quicker you move, the quicker we can get the season of transition behind us. Okay. It's for very good purpose and reason. Of course, if you ever have any questions along the way, let us know. But many of you guys that we have already met with and we've talked to about have found so much comfort and excitement in in this transition and what we're going to be able to deliver and offer on this new trading platform. Yeah, especially so, the consolidation of accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you have have voiced a little bit of uh you know, relief that now you can look at your statements and or look at your accounts online and just see one account, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one IRA, uh, basically one reg- one account per registration. So you'll have one IRA, one Roth, one joint account, whatever it may be, uh, without having to see four or five. And the ability for us to continue our investment discipline, our investment strategies, all consolidated in one account is a huge relief for us. Uh, a re- huge relief for our team, and again, a better experience on a, on a for a user on on their end. And it control, you know, the controllables there from a management standpoint allows so much more efficiency with us being able to to make a decision and make a proactive move according to your investment strategy quicker, smoother, and and we can just implement at a whole new level. Okay. Once again, it took, you know, takes time and it takes money to be able to do these types of things. But our goal was to invest in AMG so that so that once again, the the deliver of value to you is just continues to get better. And so we're excited about that. Once again, stay tuned. Expect DocuSigns to be sent out over the next week, two weeks. Uh, We'll begin that process. And of course, you'll get a lot more messages from us between now and then as we get closer to it. So uh, interesting, you know, not, not a crazy overwhelming week in the markets. You know, most, most news is old news in regards to inflation. It's just the same narrative and increased interest rates. But, you know, we just to hit on, there's a few things kind of coming down the pipeline, Mo, one being the, the debt crisis. And then another thing that we're kind of keeping our eye on is this whole banking situation yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, the debt crisis, I mean, as of now, the, the U S is expected to basically, essentially run out of money by and not be able to pay their debts uh, by early June. And, you know, if nothing is done at that point, it's, it's bad, right? I mean, um, you know, the, the ability for the U S to, to honor their debt payments and their debt liabilities is basically the, the crux of the, the faith of the U S government. And so if that, if that happens, then, you know, the ripple effects is, the magnitude of the ripple effects can't be, I mean, I can't even tell you how, how bad that would be if that happens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, the speaker, uh, McCarthy, came this week with a proposal to slash some cutting, slash some spending. And for all intents and purposes, it sounds like that's going to be dead on arrival. Yeah, well, it was dead on arrival. It's dead on arrival, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, seemingly, there's not great relationships between, uh, between McCarthy and Biden. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. No, I'm not feeling the love. But anyway, you know, that that gets on beyond. It's uh, interesting enough, though, I will say there's some of these matters that they are highly considering using a third party, third party public group to to analyze basically building a board, if you will, of public members to work through 
the the understanding and the decision making process or the voting process on some of these rules, such as the impact on Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, Medicaid et cetera. And that's just simply because, you know, obviously no no politician who wants to be a part of, you know, being a hundred percent transparent because it will directly affect their career. Right. Okay. So although it may be best to make a certain financial decision to reduce or enhance and I'm not going to go either way with my assumption or what I think, but just to give, give you an idea, to enhance or reduce the value of one of those benefits because it's 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 a political suicide. You know, right. you're going to lose your career. So knowing that, it, it, it to me, it makes a lot of sense to maybe, you know, build a build a team a of board, just a board, of, right, yeah. of of you know public members that really have no you know bias, although they may receive some of the benefits. I, I mean, know. can that be done by June? No. I mean, that process seems like a, the vetting process seems to be strenuous. My thoughts are is the government's going to get four weeks of free vacation back paid on the fourth week <laughs> and we just keep rolling. Anyway, uh, but, the, but on a serious note, I think, well, the number, that is a serious note. I'm not yeah. making light of it, but um, the, the, the debt, not the debt. Let me get my, my thoughts here. The tightening of Credit oh, yeah. and lending yeah. to me is a very, very interesting dynamic. Okay, so the more we see credit tighten, the more strenuous the application process, the limitations that banks are going to put in place, the restrictions for lending to both individual and business. And we already have an increased interest rate, which makes it less uh, attractive to borrow money for, for many people and, and corporations. But now we're also facing this higher tightening of restriction, which is to me has the risk if it continues to tighten to exasperate the economic decline. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and really magnify what's going on. Because once again, we've said this many times to you guys, our economy uh, we are, from a consumer standpoint and an operational standpoint, a, you know, invest now, pay for it later, buy now, pay for it later mentality, right? So let's borrow the money, enhance the offer from the company, grow the revenue, pay off the loan. And and from a consumer standpoint, it's the same way. Let's buy, uh, you know, no interest monthly payments on my pool uh, equipment and, and um I'm laughing because I because I know someone said you know and, and <laughs> that, that sounds part my pool. No, 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 not your pool. I just know somebody <laughs> did, that, that did this. I don't know why. I'm hoping they're not listening to the show. Um, so anyway, um, yeah. So you know that, but that's that's the way we roll here, and right. and so you know it really is a change of uh, narrative and process to to how we run things financially, and so that could that could you know weigh in pretty heavily. Yeah, I mean. Businesses, right? Think about uh, some of you uh, listening who own businesses. Mm -hmm. The ability to borrow from a bank can be a good thing, right? You can in invest back into your into your organization. You can hire more, and if all of a sudden that ability to to borrow, that ability to, uh, gets tightened, then the growth of your business can could, could flounder, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's no economic activity. There's no there's uh, the the ability to hire starts to slim down. And so, yeah, it can have a, a huge ripple effect on the economy overall. Yeah, no doubt. And so, we'll, you know, we'll keep a close eye on it. And once again, just continue to make the right decision. But, it, when, you know, the whole goal in continuing to make the right decision, 
part of part of this transition as a firm to the more enhanced trading platform that we are looking to uh, be a part of just allows us to do all those things that much easier, it, just big and better for you. And that's, and that's going to be huge, I think, in, in making the right decisions as we continue to face the uncertainty of the markets. Uh, in the book, The Laws of Wealth by Daniel Crosby, been a great read. Hopefully you guys are getting involved with the uh, read with us. Okay, little miniature book club we got going on here. But rule number seven, jump in, not a ton here, but some good stuff, right? Uh, those who have knowledge don't predict. Those who predict don't have knowledge. Forecasting, keep it to the weatherman or the farmer's almanac. Yeah, I mean, it's just, but but there's a ton of, if you read this, page, you know, 59, 60, 61, a ton of data that really, um, you know, breaks down how often analysts miss it. Right. You know, and it goes through different time frames and different years of just, you know, basically proving the reality that predicting, although that's what we do, forecasting and predicting. I say what we do. What I mean by that is, is we're constantly as people trying to really paint the picture as to where we're headed, right? Right. We want to, you know, got to get an idea of how our kids are growing up and what type of career they're going to tend to move into or, you know, what type of uh, faith they're going to participate in. And and we want to constantly have an awareness as to where we're headed, right? So I think it's a natural part of just like human behavior, to, you know, predict, right. right? But when you're making major financial decisions on that prediction today on what you believe is going to happen in the future, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. It could be very, very problematic. Um, rule number eight that was interesting. Excess is never permanent. Many shall be restored that are now fallen and many shall fall that are now uh, in honor. That's, that's, that's kind of biblical. Biblical and sad, but biblical. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is absolutely a foundational, uh, you know, statement. And I feel like people know this, right? I mean, I think deep-rooted people know that the excess uh, is not always going to be there. But I think it's a hard, it's a hard reality to really, to really accept that and make a, a true decision on it. And what I mean so by true. that is, you know, how many how many people when they when they realize that the uh, they buy a stock, for instance, right, and it accelerates 30, 40, Take take the meme stocks, right, which were completely manipulated. But at some point, you know, GameStop was was up a hundred fifty percent, whatever that number is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's gonna at some point burst. And there were people that were continually riding that wave, riding that wave, riding that wave until it was too late, right? That that mentality of this too shall pass, which is you know um, what this chapter started off with, you know, it is I think I think people understand that, but when it when it comes to making actual executions on it, it's hard to do. Yeah, it yeah, really it's is hard to do. I think it's hard. To, well, it's hard to do because of greed. You know, right. greed steps in. You think I just get a little bit more, right? And we get, it's so funny how we reset our own basis along the way. Like, uh, you know, originally probably in any investment, you're like, man, if I could just make a little bit, 
And then when you make a little bit, you reset the goal. Yeah. Like you can't do that. <laughs> you can make a little bit more. Yeah. Can I make more? a little yeah. bit more? Let me just push it a little bit longer. And then all of a sudden, right, you, you got you to be careful. I heard from a, you know, this is such a Southern statement, but it's true uh, from a gentleman who, who I believe is one of the greats in the town that we live in as far as investors. And he said, you know, you got you to gotta be okay with the next guy making, making a profit. You have to. You know, you got to obviously, you know, know when to fold them raise a pig, slaughter a hog, you know? So you take something, you grow it, and your, your goal is not to, not to squeeze every opportunity from it. And, of course, what he does, he, he, he buys and sells organizations. And so he, he buys a company, redirects his path, puts it on a good trajectory, increases overall sales and revenue, and then sells it, knowing that that business still has much more room for growth. Right. Okay? Because, because once again, he's okay for the next person to continue to make a living off of this, this organization and continue to grow it. So it, it is a, a, a good fundamental rule to be, to be confident in knowing when to, to step away from those, those earnings. But this too shall pass. We've all heard it. It's a tough one, uh, but it works in both scenarios. You know, when you're going through a tough time, a tough season in life, we all know, and you, you, it's not fun to hear in that moment because, you know, it seems maybe a little bit inconsiderate, but the reality is, is no matter how challenging your season is, it is a season. And seasons do come and they do go and a season will pass, right? It may create some lasting effects and it may change who you are, the way you think or the way you process, but, but seasons do pass. And when you're in really good times, seasons pass, right? Guys, think about companies. Companies don't last forever. Okay. I mean, they don't, they don't, most of them, if not all of them have a life cycle, some longer than others, but they have a life cycle. Where's Blockbuster? Sorry, Radio Shack. No, good point. Right? You know, so so you just, the, the, the reality is, is things come and things go, and we just need to be mindful. He uses a good example, and then we'll close it out for the week. Uh, he uses uh, Sports Illustrated. He talks about all these people who are on, you know, this Sports Illustrated front cover. Why are they on the front cover? Because they're they are elite at what they do, okay, whatever their sport is. All right. But there's like this crazy voodoo type of concern like that a jinx. like a jinx. Yeah. If you're on the front page of Sports Illustrated, it's likely you're going to get put on the disabled list. You're going to run into a drought. <laughs> you're going to, you know, bat under 200. Right. All within the next six weeks following the post. And and what the message is actually delivering in the in this in this chapter is that what's happening in those situations is the person's not actually declining, okay? They're just reverting to a norm, right? a reversion to the average, the normal of who they typically are, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and just like a business, right? You, you can have a business that, that looks very well uh, positioned in the market and is in favor by a lot of investors, a lot of money managers, and then all of a sudden, it doesn't seem that, special anymore. Right. And it's not that the, there's any, uh, there wasn't a change in management. There wasn't a change in their product. There was a change in their services. It just, all of a sudden, it just kind of looks average and no longer in favor. Right. And so just like, you know, the, your, your sports analysis is that, that they were bad players. All of a sudden they couldn't hit a baseball and they couldn't shoot a basketball. It just now all of a sudden they didn't look that special anymore. Yeah. And, and even, and, and that can still happen even if the financials look good. Right. 
right? Could still be a good quality company. The financials of the organization could be solid, but it's just, you go back to year 2021, 2020, and you look at all of these tech runs and you look at the pricing and we look at them and we say, oh my gosh, they have fallen 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40% from their highs over the last 12 to 24 months. But the reality is, is, is it a, it's a fall from a peak, but is it just a reversion to a norm? Right. Right. To where they really should be priced at on the average. And so it is, uh, it's an interesting concept. And so, you know, keep that in mind because when we're talking about risk and volatility, it's important to remember that risk and volatility is created in the middle of euphoria. Mm -hmm. That's when it's created. So, so the risk that we experience today, the, the volatility in the price movement that we experience today is not just because of today. It was because of the overwhelmingly optimistic season that we lived 12, not 12 now, but 24, 36 months back overpricing to the point where everything had to go back through a reversion. Right. And the risk of not taking advantage of that opportunity kind of is where we are right now. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the book, it says, what do you do? Like, now that you know this, what do you do? It, it's, you know, prepare your finances for famine in times of feast and feast in times of famine. So when the market is doing great, when you're in that positive, that great season of life, you kind of prepare, you prepare yourself because this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Right. And so during those, op during those op when, when there's opportunity in front of you, you know, don't be greedy. You know, you take the wins right there. And then because we know that there's going to be a reversion at some point. Right. And when that happens, you've been prepared. And then you can use that opportunity, you can use that season of life to capitalize on as well. Which is really tying close into the season of life we're in. Yeah. You know. So hey, listen, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Once again, this is just fun. Mo and I enjoy doing it. Hope you get a lot out of it. Would be willing to take any advice that you guys have, any topics you want us to cover, uh, any questions, as always, shoot them over to Team AMG at AssetMG hyphen inc.com team amg or send us a text at asset mg yeah right dash inc.com or send us a text to our group text questions topics stories whatever you want to send out send it over we'll make sure we get it on next week's podcast we love you guys be safe have an awesome weekend enjoy the beautiful weather and if you need us we're here for you Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Peran provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.